0: guys and welcome to another episode of sip with me i'm your host ioana kekados
1: and i'm your host Erin carlson we'll release an episode for you every monday morning which means you can listen to us during your commute after work workout or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own monday night happy hour
0: and who doesn't like to have a little fun on a monday night don't forget to subscribe review and share our show
1: And be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of our favorite cocktail creations.
0: For this week's cocktail, and in honor of our healthiest episode yet, we are so excited to be featuring the Gin Riblet, a McDonald's McRib-inspired cocktail stirred up by Ryan Reynolds in honor of the sandwich's annual return. Take it away, Erin. Erin.
1: To make yourself one of these menu worthy cocktails fill a shaker with ice combine four ounces of tomato juice with half an ounce of barbecue sauce whichever brand you prefer mine is sweet baby rays add a squeeze of lemon and one and a half ounces of ryan reynolds gin aviation gin shake well strain garnish with a pickle and an onion and enjoy This cocktail pairs well with a large fry and a trip to the gym, and we want to say happy 40th anniversary to my grandma's favorite sandwich, the McRib. So grab your gin riblet and join us for our cleanse as we jump into our interview with our favorite registered dietitian. Welcome back to the episode. Wherever you are right now, it might be fall, it might be winter, but it's probably pretty chilly and you're probably stuck inside and maybe you're not feeling your best. So, we have on the show today a good friend of mine and a soon to be, hopefully, you know, buying all things go well, exams go right, which I know they will because he is an expert. We have on the show today Jake Dravitsky. He creates easy-to-digest nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness content on his Instagram and YouTube channels, and those have earned him quite a loyal and continuously growing fan base. And in light of the ongoing COVID-19 stay-at-home habits that people have and the impending winter months, we wanted to have him on to share with our audience some of his expertise and tips on how to stay well, healthy and happy this winter season Jake welcome to sit with welcome. me thank you appreciate you guys having me on so first and foremost tell everyone a little bit about yourself how you got into what you study and kind of what the field is that you studied
2: yeah so i actually started out in environmental science and i did that for about a year in college and then as i got interested in my own health i made the switch to exercise science um, nothing wrong with environmental science, just uh, <laughs> fell in love with exercise more. Um, yeah. And then I kind of realized, well, nutrition is like this other half of it that's you know as important or if not more important. So I figured let's yep. add this on too. So I actually double majored in exercise science and nutrition, uh, completed oh undergraduate God. degrees in both, and then uh, decided to pursue nutrition further in um, a master's degree. And I just finished that. So in a, a few weeks here, we're going to be taking the uh, RD exam to make it all official. Yes, uh, dietitian soon, uh, barring everything goes right. So
1: so exciting! Right. <laughs> oh my God, so much knowledge in one person. Um, <laughs> so like we we talked with Jake before the interview, Iwana and I. If listeners don't know, we met in the fitness field yes. teaching Zumba. That was I think six or seven years ago. Um, but Ewan and I don't have a lot of nutrition background, a lot of a lot of the knowledge base that we probably could have. We don't because we didn't study it. Um, so tell people what is dietetics, and how do you approach your 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 wellness page and your nutrition page that you have on Instagram and YouTube? Um, why did you start it, and kind of how do you? um, like select and build content for it?
2: Yeah. Uh, so dietetics is, is pretty simple. It's the study of how nutrition affects our health. Um, so I keep my page more science focused. I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, creators out there who share recipes and food and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just lean towards more of the science background and everything. Yeah. I like to teach uh, those fundamental concepts behind everything, biology, biochemistry, physiology, things like that. Um, I like to dig into the why and the how things work. Mm-hmm. So we understand that we can understand what to do um, to, to change things for better yeah. or worse. Um, yeah. So I, as far as content goes, I don't have a specific, schedule or a specific, this is what I'm posting. I kind of go on my own curiosity. Uh, Nutrition is a, is a rapidly evolving and changing field. So it's important to keep up with the new science and the new literature. And as I do that, and as I learn myself, I kind of share that with my audience, um, which I think is pretty cool. I am by no means, I do not know everything. I will never know everything Uh, that comes with the field. Uh, so I think it's exciting to, to, to be a part of, because when we look at nutrition and what we know today, uh, compared to a hundred years ago, it's way further along. And then if you compare it, you know, if you go a hundred years in the future and look back at today, we're going to think, wow, they, they really didn't know that much. Yeah. (laughs) It's important to have the mindset of always being, uh, being a continual learner. Yep. Yep.
0: With the last year and a half with COVID, um, you know, the pandemic really impacted people both physically and mentally. I'd love for you to kind of talk about that impact um, on people's health and wellness. And what trends did you notice during and after lockdowns?
2: Definitely. That's a good question. So yeah, there's no doubt it affected people. Uh, it increased mental stress, physical stress, uh, people worried about their finances, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what? what I think the biggest impact it did have is, um, it kind of, it felt like it paused time. So everybody had, you know, you were ingrained in these habits. You went to work at a certain time, you yes. went to the at a certain time, you went to here at a certain time. What it did was it stopped all that. And it, it forced people to reset their day-to-day habit for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Now there's some people that, that uh, kind of took a look at everything and said, okay, it, maybe it is time to focus on my health a little bit more And some people. And that it could be due to stress and everything else just didn't do that. So uh, Mm -hmm. what it did do is it uh, forced everybody to kind of rethink their day to day and create new habits. Um, And I think, you know, there's some benefit to that and there's some disadvantage to that. Cause if you had a good thing going, that may have messed you up, but if you, if you didn't like what you did and you didn't like your day-to-day and now you have all this free time or we work from home and you had more time to spend on your uh, focus on your health, you can cook more home meals, you can go work out everything like that. So I think that's the, the biggest impact was kind of almost hitting like a reset button on everybody. And we had to build new habits from there. Yeah. I definitely um, like
1: sympathize and empathize with that. And saw a lot of friends and even like my own parents, like people that have, you know, kind of just live on autopilot and are just so go, go, go and have never thought about their body and what they put into it. And, you know, how different so many things in our lives, like commuting, work stress, finances, things like that, how all of that plays into overall wellness um, and what I really like about your page specifically, like you mentioned, is you break down the science behind things and the why. So, like Jake will, and if you haven't gone on his Instagram or his YouTube, pause the episode and go to Instagram right now and look at some of his graphics and videos because. You know, you'll have a single nutrient or a single like mechanism in the body, and he will break it down and talk about not only what it is, but how it impacts you both on a micro and macro level. Um, So, for folks that have either reset during the pandemic or are looking to reset, or a lot of people now that we are in fall and winter mode are going to be like, okay, well, I want to keep the winter pounds off, or I'm going to go to the gym, or I'm going to make some New Year's uh, resolutions. What kind of recommendations do you have for people that are looking to either stay healthy or to get healthy or to have a more nutritious diet?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think it's important to look at kind of uh, a few pillars of, of health. So number one, I always ask people, how do you sleep? This is so important. This controls your appetite, your hormones, uh, your metabolism, your emotions. It controls everything. Your energy levels. So I always look at that. Uh, they do not sleep well. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, to me, what I would say this is the most important thing because this controls everything. You know, if you have a bad night of sleep, how, what's the odds that your next day is going to be productive and yeah, uh, not I really going to you know, be able to learn as well or recover from your workouts as well. So if there's one thing you can do, I know I'm in nutrition, but if there's one thing you can do, it's improve your sleep habits. I like it. Uh, yeah. That's so- a
1: reminder that we all need right now.
2: <laughs>
0: <We really do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And then i look at uh, your activity level. So, it, it, you know, this doesn't mean you have to go join a gym and work out for seven days, but in the winter, especially when it gets cold out, it, you know, we don't get outside for walks as much. We don't get to do the sports and games and activities things like that but just try to do something try to try to be active uh, at least you know three to five days a week um, even even if you're starting at zero just do 15 minutes a day this mm-hmm. could be body weight workouts in your room or in your yeah. garage doesn't have to be anything uh, crazy or expensive and then finally looking at your food so we have our sleep our activity and then our food and I always you know I there's a million things you can say about your nutrition habits, but to kind of like boil it all down to one thing uh, I'd like to recommend eating more whole foods and then watching how much of the highly processed stuff you eat. Um, it, you know, I think we can all look at our diet, mine included and look at there's, there's probably some highly processed stuff that mm-hmm. we don't need. We don't need, maybe we just ate it cause we were bored. Maybe we ate it because it just purely like it was sitting right in front of us and yeah, yeah grab it so if we can just introduce more of those whole foods uh and and cut back a little bit on those highly processed ones i i guarantee you'll be progressing in the right direction so yeah sleep activity and nutrition
0: so as things kind of open up now and people are starting to go back to work you kind of touched on people during the pandemic um you know taking a moment to pause and, and cooking at home With now things, you know, slowly shifting uh, back to kind of our normal or whatever that is, um, do you have any tips or tricks for grocery shopping and cooking balanced and healthy meals Um, just because it's so hard, especially when you're working a long day um, to come home and then have to cook a meal? Uh, Do you have any advice for people um, on maybe like recipe ideas or just kind of how to go about it?
2: Yeah. Great question. Uh, grocery shopping, you know, that's something most of us do and it is vital for our, uh, what we have in our home. Like we cannot eat all that junk food in our house if we don't buy it. That think of the grocery store as like the great filter. So, uh, like, yes. you know, when you, when you grab your uh, shopping cart, whatever you put in your car in the parking lot is what you can take home. That's it. Getting called uh,
1: out n- today, Aaron. So I know I I, this is like a really start. big metaphor. I'm really feeling this <laughs> on a deep level. <laughs>
2: But yeah, so if we we can establish good uh, decision making and habits in a grocery store, that's step one. Because if we do that, the food choices in our home is already going to be improved without even eating a single thing. It's just our options available at home. And that's kind of what we talk about with the home food environment. So when you open up your fridge, what do you see? Is it Greek yogurts and some fruit? Or is it like candy bars and, you know, soda and stuff? So that's like what our we kind of work to build our home food environment to make our decision making easier because that's that's we want you don't want to uh, make it hard all the time and make it grueling and uh, boring. So I would say when we're at the grocery store, make a you know you don't have to have a full plan of like this is what I'm buying and yeah. I'm into that because there might be some you know fruit or vegetables that's in season. And you're like oh that looks good and it's on sale. Mm-hmm. I'll grab that or you know maybe. You plan to go with the with a steak one night, but the salmon was on sale, so you went with that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend you have to go with the plan and stick to that no matter what. But just being more uh, aware of what you're putting in the cart while you're in there, um, yeah. and, and knowing that this that's the filter of what you bring home, that's 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 important. Um, but during the I fall, I like to do uh, I like to do like homemade chilies. Mm-hmm. You can throw a bunch of good stuff in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Soups. I think if you have kids making homemade pizzas are fun and you can oh, healthy yes. out there. Yeah. So yeah, I think those are great ideas for the fall and the winter because you want something warm, something mm-hmm. filling.
0: I love the fact too, that you bring up foods that like, not that you wouldn't expect to, to think of that as healthy, but like when people think healthy, they think boring. And I, I think that's a big misconception yeah. is that you can still eat food that tastes delicious and is great for you. Uh, Definitely. Which is
1: awesome. I also, um, I, I'm going to keep this in the back of my head forever. The idea of the cart as a filter, like, wow, that is also, I'm thinking too, the cart literally kind of looks like, like a, like filter because it's like graded. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can make it, a good it,
1: graphic out of that.
2: Yeah. It, it's totally, you know, what, what we get there, you know, you, you can't eat junk all the time at home. If you don't have a, you don't yep. bring it home. So yeah, it's so true. Uh,
1: okay, so we have a couple of questions basically on some of the like go to nutrition topics and nutrients that people think of. So we just want to get your thoughts on some of these. So a couple of these come from friends of mine who focus on like their diets and nutrition and really are kind of conscious on it. So the first question we have is with the uh, kind of fast and, you know, ever-changing fad diet culture of today, what would you recommend as a, you know, a diet or a lifestyle or just overall tips for someone that's looking to either lose some weight or maintain some weight loss over the long-term? And what are some of your opinions on, um, like, the fad diets? Like, Like, we have keto, Whole30, um my fiance he's vegan so what are your thoughts on some of those?
2: Yeah, this is like the the holy grail question I guess uh you know what is the best diet? Um and I know we've probably heard this before but honestly it's a little bit different for everybody. Uh and it would be it would be bad for me to say that you know this is the best and this won't work because even things that get a, a lot of bad uh bad rap say like keto for example well there's obviously that works for some people Mm -hmm. uh going uh you know you can see the the range of all meat to no meat or a lot of carbs to no carbs or there's big spectrums um and obviously if people say they feel better uh on on one or the other um who am i to tell them that they should stop doing that yeah there is, there is, uh, this kind of middle range though, that we see kind of benefits the the general population, the, the vast majority of people. Um, and usually that's, you know, having a good balance of all three macronutrients. So your protein, your fat and your carbohydrates, uh, getting those in, in appropriate ratios. Um, usually that is, you know, for the, for the vast majority of people, we function, uh, better when, when we have all three of those in the diet, but, instead of focusing on specific nutrients or specific um, like vitamins or minerals or, or certain foods, I would say it's more important to kind of like what I said earlier, where we're just looking at eating more of those whole foods, uh, our fruits, vegetables, uh, whole grains, nuts, seeds, lean protein, eggs, things like that. Um, When we get more of that in the diet, instead of those highly processed foods, that's when, that's when we're generally healthier. I mean, that we know for sure that, that that's not a controversial uh, saying at all, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's all about building those habits. So, you know, what, when we wake up, what is the first thing that we grab or when we're at lunch, are we, at, are we at work mm-hmm. and we are, are we getting the food that, you know, they might have sitting out? That's probably maybe not the best option. Or are we bringing our lunch? Um, when we get home, are we making our own dinner or are we kind of feeling a little bit tired? So we're going to order some takeout. It's those little habits that, that you develop over years and years uh, that just get ingrained. If we can work on tweaking those, then it becomes automatic. You don't think about it. And that's, that's the real key because we don't want to focus on our, what we eat like all the time. That's not fun. Yeah. So really just uh, really just improving our habits are, are goes all it really all goes down to the sleep the the movement and the nutrition like i will say that forever that is that is the three key things
0: so get sleep that's what, that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um you kind of touched on this and you uh, macros so can you explain what a macro is um, and what that kind of composes of and what macros should people focus on if they should focus on one rather than another
2: yeah so we have macro and then micronutrients, and it's really just as simple as those macronutrients the, the fat the protein, and the carbs we just need in bigger amounts and the micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals, which we need in smaller amounts um, but the macronutrients uh you know we we really most people function better eating all three so if you you know when you go to make a meal would like when i when I go to make a meal, whether it's breakfast lunch, or dinner um I kind of think of, all right, where's my protein coming from? Where's my healthy fats coming from? And then where's my carbs coming from? And I think that's a good mindset to be in when you're kind of constructing a meal. Because then you end up creating a, a nice balanced meal. And then you throw your fruits and your vegetables on there. And you have a, you have a really good looking uh, balanced meal. But I wouldn't say you have to focus on, uh, you know, I want it, there's not one specific mat- macronutrient that's the enemy or that is the the key to all health. Uh, it's just having a nice balance between all three. And of course, if you want to get more, uh, you know, if you want to have certain effects in your weight training or say your endurance and you want to tweak some of those uh, and you're more of an advanced level, then sure, that's definitely possible. Um, and, and we can do that. But for the, the vast majority of people, you know, just when you go into mealtime, think about where are we getting our healthy fats from? Where's, where's our protein coming from? And where's our carbs coming from? And keeping those in good portions on the plate.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to to put it because I'm thinking back to like when we kind of studied a little bit of diet nutrition for like our personal training certification, and you think about like throughout time how kind of the the fad diets and like you know the big like media hypes and the big like trends, they really kind of oscillate between like the extremes. Like, oh, you should, fats are really bad. And then 10 years later, fats are amazing. And you should, that's all you should eat. And then it's like, oh, well, actually you should only eat protein and cut out all carbs or, oh, then you should only go carbs. But like if you are oscillating between those, then it seems like the right answer that's consistent over time would be some type of, like you said, Middle ground, balanced, getting the right portions of all of those. Yeah, that's, that's
2: a great observation. And that's, we see that everywhere. We, we see these, these uh, extreme ranges. Like the, the spectrum is really long, but we have you know, extreme ends. And th- the fact is most people don't operate the best on either one of those ends. Some people may, and yeah. that's, that's good for them. But for the vast majority of people, that's probably, probably not the case. Yeah, I like that. All right. Next
1: question. Um, this is this one really hits my heart really hard because right now I actually have a really bad eye twitch because I've been drinking way too much coffee and way like five hundred percent too much caffeine. So talk. And everybody is guilty of this. Talk a little bit coffee. about the effect that caffeine has on the body. And just kind of some of your thoughts on that, because that's like one of those that pretty much everyone in the general population intakes and probably intakes a little too much every once in a while.
2: Yes. Caffeine is definitely an interesting molecule. So I'd (laughs) say uh, uh, before we, you know, to to understand how caffeine affects the body, we got to understand what adenosine is. So we all have this uh, molecule in our body, adenosine, and it builds up over the day. And you can think of it as like a, like a sleep pressure. So, the more of it that, we, that it builds up, the more tired we get, and the more, more pressure it is to fall asleep and go to sleep. And then at night, it clears away, and then it rest- that cycle restarts the next day. Hmm. So, what caffeine does is it binds to that adenosine receptor, but it doesn't have the same effect. So, instead of adenosine and binding it to its receptor and then causing you to feel a little bit more tired, caffeine takes its spot but the effect that caffeine or the effect that adenosine has doesn't happen. So caffeine, that's how it increases your alertness. Uh, that works. Wow. I never knew that. (laughs) Yeah. So caffeine, um, you know, it has a little bit of a longer half-life and half-life just means the, the time it takes for half of it to be cleared from your blood. So, uh, it's about five hours. So we want to, we want to stop drinking caffeine. You know, the recommendation is about 2 PM. I would say if you could do that by noon, that's even better. Um, Hmm. Because if you, if you go to drink caffeine and still late, it'll still be in your blood when you go to sleep. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I would say the, the earlier you can cut off that caffeine consumption, maybe around uh, noon, I would say is best case scenario, but 2 PM is, is usually the general recommendation. Um, if you can do that, that would be that would be preferred. And then, of course, looking at your overall total intake, because um, if we're doing a ton, then you're going to have more of it in your system. <laughs> we need to reevaluate a lot, Aaron. Oh,
1: my God. I have <laughs> such a look of shame right now. I need to turn off my camera. Uh.
0: So kind of with caffeine, um, we're a cocktail-based podcast or themed podcast. So Let's talk about alcohol. Um, What effect does alcohol have on the body? And then do you have a healthy drink alternative for someone who wants to enjoy a beverage, but is still looking not to overindulge?
2: Yes, this is perfect for this podcast. All right. So alcohol, uh, it does a lot of things in the body and the brain. Uh, one of the most notable ones is it kind of disrupts our neurotransmitters and those are basically neurotransmitters are these little chemical messengers that kind of help share information from neuron to neuron and when those get disrupted uh, then we can start seeing some those effects like the the decreased uh, neuronal activity we have uh loss we have not as good memory um our motor control is kind of messed up uh so with alcohol I think, and also ha- I also wanted to talk about some of the marketing that goes behind like the healthier yeah. alcohol and what's not. So we can get into that yes. too. Um, but as far as like the physiology side, uh, I think it's important to recognize that it could be done in moderation. You know, it, it, we're talking about, are you having a glass of uh, wine or a beer with dinner? Or are we going out and having, uh, you know, four or five, six, seven drinks? Um, because if the more we get into it, uh, the more that we'll see those negative effects. Alcohol also disrupts our sleep quality. Uh, it it actually blocks REM sleep, so rapid eye movement oh. sleep, our dream state. Uh, so it blocks that. It's a sedative, so you might notice that you uh, fall asleep easier, but your quality of sleep is is severely diminished when we mm. when we have a lot of alcohol, especially before bed. Um, but I think when when we're talking about alcohol and our health and, and how that kind of plays a role, I think it's important to look at the decisions that we make while, while we are drinking. So, okay. Say we go out with some friends and we have some cocktails. Say you have two or three drinks. Um, what kind of foods are we eating with that? And then what kind of foods uh, are we eating at 2am before bed? Yeah. And what kind of foods are we eating the next morning when we're feeling not the best? Uh Cause we know that alcohol kind of decreases our ability to make good decisions. So it's important to look at that because uh, let's say a standard uh, uh, seltzer or beer has a hundred calories. You know, if you only have three or four of those, then you have three or 400 calories, but all the food that you ate, and everything, uh, like the the dinner you had and the snacks before bed in the morning, that can add up way more than just those three four hundred calories. Yeah, and it makes you feel terrible the next day. So, what's the odds you're going to exercise after that? Your sleep gets all messed up. And you
1: need coffee. Not uh, good. Like
2: cycle, yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah. But if we keep it in the moderation, I mean, I, obviously, people can enjoy uh, alcohol in moderation all the time, and it doesn't have any. Uh, you know, it, it it's really fine. But as far as uh, drinking, you know, like what's the healthier option stuff, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the the marketing that goes behind that. Yes, please. So please. I know seltzers were all the the mm-hmm. the rage uh, over the past couple of years. Um, but when we take a look at it, I don't want to name any brands or anything, but uh, a, a regular seltzer would be like 100 calories. And the, their marketing go-to is it has less carbs, which means it won't make you as fat as like beer would, you know, uh, and then uh, if we look at just like the regular light beers, like your domestic light beers, they're in the same calorie range, 9,600 yeah. calories. And they're only going to have about two grams more carbs. So a gram of carb is only four calories. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about the difference between two grams of carbs and four grams of carbs. We're talking about eight calories. That's it. and. The, the the overall calorie content of the drinks are the same because alcohol itself contains seven calories per gram yeah so, but when we're talking about those it's like most of the calories come from the alcohol itself and not from the carbs unless you're drinking the ipas and the stouts and the more thicker beers then obviously there's a difference but it's kind of interesting how they market the the seltzers and there's nothing wrong with them but they market them as the mm-hmm. healthier drink when really the difference between two and four grams of carbs is almost it's just insignificant
1: yeah
2: i have a lot of friends
1: that again like there's literally i'm on vacation right now and there's literally a pack of seltzer drinks in the fridge and it's funny because i have a lot of friends like over the last year who like Maybe don't drink a lot or, you know, don't go out and drink, especially like we're getting into our upper 20s now. So like a lot of people just have a good drink at home. But I've noticed like over the last year or two, a lot of people um, will drink seltzers and they will drink more of them and they will drink them maybe when they would not have otherwise had an alcoholic drink. Because I think a lot of people just hear it and see it and have this. Like, and maybe this is the genius that the brands have pulled off is that they kind of associate it with like a seltzer water, which, you know, that also kind of had its like heyday, like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those were marketed because they didn't have any calories in them.
2: Right, and And it doesn't have a strong flavor, and it's clear, it it doesn't look as bad. Yeah, the clearness, yes. Yeah, so, but really, if you're just comparing a seltzer and a regular domestic light beer, I would say those are nearly the same and they really don't have any difference. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then we look at like, what are you mixing in it? Like, are you using a lot of soda? Are you putting uh, a lot of fruit juice in there? So that, that adds a lot of calories, you know, I think, are you, you know, say you go out and drink a few cocktails and they're uh, also, you know, they all have a um, like a whiskey or a vodka or a rum, and then you add soda in all of them that adds up fast. You know, one little switch would be just do diet soda. It's a lesser of two evils. I, 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 you know, obviously you don't want to drink diet soda all the time either, but I would prefer that over having all the sugar from the regular soda. Yeah, for sure. I like that.
1: Okay. Our last full question. um,
2: And this is something
1: that I personally want to know and that I know a lot of my friends are very interested in because it's a very confusing market to navigate. Um, protein shakes and protein bars and protein supplements. So do you have any like thoughts or recommendations or any specific products that you would recommend? And like when people are navigating that choice, you know, what should they be looking for and what should they be looking to avoid?
2: Yeah, this is a great question uh, because it's so popular and a lot of people use them. So I would, uh, I recommend that if you're going to use a protein supplement and this really doesn't matter if it's whey or a plant-based protein, like pea protein, either way you do it, that's fine. Um, But take a look at that, that food label, take a look at that nutrition label. Uh, Does it have, you know, we, we want to avoid um, all of the added sugars. We want to avoid as many of those additives as possible. So the flavorings and the dyes and the colorings and all of that. Um, Cause when you look at it we just want protein so yeah. if it has a ton of carbohydrates in it and if it has a ton of the fat in it we don't want that um you know even there's the weight gainer shakes which have those in it but i would recommend just buying the protein and then adding in things like bananas or oats or peanut butter stuff like that yeah, natural um, whole products yeah yeah but uh that's what you know i i use a protein supplement um it's, it's Optimum Nutrition. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. It's just their classic whey protein. And I use it after I work out in a shake with other whole foods. Um, but yeah, I, it's definitely just looking at that label and, uh, and seeing what is all in that product. You don't want all of the extra additives. So it's going to have a little bit in there, but you don't want to, you don't, you know, if that list looks super long and it has like carbohydrates and fat, you don't, you don't need that in there. Yeah. I like that. I need to go shopping.
0: I know. It's like so much good advice. I know. I need to speak.
1: <laughs> okay. So we end every interview with a round of rapid fire. So we have about eight questions. Really, we just want your first thought, go-to gut answer. Okay, Are great. ready? Okay, perfect. Okay. So Ioana, I'm going to
2: take it away.
0: Okay. Okay. So favorite cheat or treat meal?
2: Uh, I have to go with Chipotle on this. Yes. Ooh, oh my God. I'm starving favorite? now. What, what from Chipotle? I get the same thing every time. It's just a bowl. It's got beans, rice, chicken, guac, lettuce, some salsa, and you're good to go. And I, I, I Literally. You got to use a, the chips as a spoon.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Smart person. Um, okay. What is your favorite vitamin and
2: why? Oh, this is interesting. I'm in, first thing that comes to mind is vitamin D. Uh, it's got a lot of popularity over the past uh, year, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so much we know about it and so much we don't know. So it's like a mystery and it plays a role in a lot of different things in the body. So hmm.
0: I, like, I that. like that. Yeah. Okay. How much water do you think you drink a day?
2: Oh, wow. Uh, I I have, let's see, I have a big cup and I probably drink seven to eight of those, Maybe maybe nine or ten. Uh, so I drink a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know the exact wow. ounces. I'm sorry. I don't know the exact no, ounces, that's but impressive. that's fine. Have a water
0: bottle. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh,
2: all right.
1: Favorite exercise.
2: Uh, sprinting, just running full blast. I don't, I'm not a big long distance runner. So if you want me to run, it's gotta be like 10 seconds. Here's all you got. And we're over with. <laughs> fast twitch muscle fibers, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look at you, Aaron. (laughs) Like I blocked that out. Uh, Okay, Uh, One fast food or junk food you would want to ban.
2: Oh my gosh. Uh, (sighs) Want to ban. I'm going to go with, uh, okay. I'm going to go with any place that serves quote unquote chicken nugget but it's really just like fried breading and sauce
1: yes oh my god so as a consumer so frustrating yeah yep i hate that yes oh there's so and chicken nuggets are so so popular right now and i just see so many people like eat like 20 or 30 of them and i'm like there's no chicken in that like there's like especially like look. yeah like the frozen ones or even like if there's ever chicken in a frozen meal you have to really shop those carefully because like it's just all this fried breading and then there's like a little dribblet of like chicken paste or something Yes, <laughs> ah so frustrating that that would actually be a good one because it's almost like like false marketing
0: yeah yeah
1: when you get into like your lobbying career and you're like you know you work for like the white house and stuff as a Dietitian, you can recommend that that'll be number one on the list (laughs) um okay my last question for rapid fire what is the biggest innovation in science that you think we will see by 2030
2: wow this is a good question Mm. um i think I think my answer to this is and it's, I think it's happening now uh, we are get, We are starting to see more people who are directly involved in science and in research coming onto social media and sharing what they know. I think this is the over the past year I've seen this happen way more than it has really has ever uh, people. I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Huberman. He's a neuroscientist from Stanford and people like Dr. Uh, Matt Walker, who runs a sleep lab at Caltech. These guys are coming onto social media and sharing the information and knowledge that they know. And it's direct to the, the public. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go through a, a news outlet or they don't have to go through a, a journal. Well, they, they still publish in journals, but their message is being direct to the consumer. Yeah. So I think that's important because uh, the more the more that um, you have getting in the way of the science and the people, that there's the more that there's in between that, it it kind of messes up that messes up that message.
0: Yeah.
2: God, what a good answer. Yeah. These are fantastic.
0: So our last question, um, because we are a cocktail-based podcast, do you have a favorite cocktail or non-alcoholic beverage?
2: Let's see. I. I do like uh dry red wines just like pinot noir yes so do we
1: that is our favorite drink
2: yeah yep that is my that i would say that's my favorite i do like uh i do like whiskey maker's mark is my favorite um Mm. yeah i'm not i'm not too picky with alcohol uh i like to keep it pretty basic though so yeah red wine whiskey things like that
1: We get so excited when people say red wine because we have so many red
0: wine. No one.
1: Yes. Okay. Nobody has ever said that, that. but that is what we talk about all the time. So I appreciate that. Um, Okay. So Jake, tell everyone where they can find you online and where they can follow your content.
2: Yeah. uh, All of my social media is just my name. So Jake Javitsky. Um, As of right now, most of my content is posted on Instagram And then uh, I'm excited to start making YouTube videos again now that school's over with. So find me on YouTube too, short videos. Yes. Jake,
1: thank you you. so very much for sharing your knowledge and good luck on your exams and your process. And hopefully by the time we post this episode, you will be a registered dietitian. And please come back again uh, partway through the winter so that we can get some more tips from you. Yes, thank you guys for having me on. I truly appreciate it. This is your weekly sip with Aaron Carlson and Ioana Kikatos.
0: Pouring a glass of the week's hottest news, here are your top headlines. Fittingly in health and wellness news,
1: Peloton shares on the public market sunk this week over 30% after reporting weaker than expected earnings and dismal guidance for the 2021 holiday season. The company said demand for bikes has slowed more than anticipated and supply chain headaches are cutting into profits. The CFO of Peloton stated this week that they, quote, clearly underestimated the reopening impact on our company. And in other news, Planet Fitness the same day popped 12% on news that business is booming for in-person gyms and memberships have returned to pre-pandemic levels.
0: And the United States is flinging its doors wide open to vaccinated international travelers on Monday, welcoming many visitors who have been shut out of the country for 20 months. With new requirements going into effect for air, land, and ferry arrivals, there's bound to be some congestion as the rules are rolled out. Many Delta flights due to arrive on Monday are 100% full with high load factors in the following weeks, and Delta has seen a 450% increase in international bookings in the six weeks since the U.S. reopening was announced. Travelers should be prepared to attest to their vaccination status and reason for travel. They should also be prepared to show proof of being fully vaccinated if requested by a CBP officer.
1: And in some for once good political news finally after months of partisan fire debate the house voted on and passed president biden's infrastructure bill as part of his build back better agenda the bill has been plagued by both opposition from house republicans and house progressive democrats who said the bill did not go far enough towards combating climate change and wanted to get a guarantee on a larger social spending bill before passing infrastructure 19 lawmakers in the House broke party lines with 13 Republicans who prioritized infrastructure over partisan divide voting for the bill and six progressive Democrats voting against the bill, saying that the bill did not do enough.
0: And Kylie Jenner released a statement on Instagram early Sunday about the deaths that occurred at her boyfriend Travis Scott's Astral World Musical Festival in Houston, Texas. At least eight people died, and dozens more were injured during Scott's performance on Friday when a crowd surge cra- crushed concert, concert goers. She said, quote, Travis and I are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with all who lost their lives, were injured, or affected in any way by yesterday's events, unquote. Jenner, who is pregnant with her second child with Scott, came under fire shortly after the concert for posting images of the show in which an ambulance can be seen. Many on social media criticized Scott for not stopping the show as the tragedies in the crowd began to unfold. More than 300 people were treated throughout the event Friday at an on-site field hospital, officials said, and of the 25 who were taken to hospitals, 13 remained hospitalized on Saturday. A 10-year-old among the injured is in critical conditions, and our hearts go out to their families and victims affected.
1: And those are your headlines for the week. Be sure to tune in next week for the news that you need to know now.
0: Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content.
1: And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social at sipwithme underscore. Join us next week as we continue our wedding series when we chat with TikToker Caroline Ripa about her gorgeous wedding and all things wedding-related planning.